Another episode of the Game Time CT High School Football Podcast. Woot. It was a loaded weekend. Like We've, a baked potato. Like a baked potato. Nope. And there is a lot, a lot to unfold this episode. So we're going to jump right in. Oh, I'm sorry. As always, let me introduce my fellow co-host, Kyle Brennan. Hey. Your hair looks very nice today. Uh, thank you. I got a haircut the other day. Oh, uh, looks Atta great. Boy. It was getting a little hard to manage. And Atta Sean, boy. you. that's a very nice sweater. Yeah, a little summary for this the best dreary time day. To wear a striped sweater. It's dreary. Is all the time. Guess we got no more SpongeBob fans in the house. <laughs> Pete's a huge SpongeBob fan. Back in the day, I was. Hmm. But uh, so we're gonna jump in. We're gonna go right into our best of the week. And Kyle, you seem excited, so you get to go first. Again, wow. yeah, like yeah, always, I can even get Sean on the board this week. How about a good week for the Naugatuck Valley League, Sean? Wow. Very exciting. Very exciting. Very exciting. You you caught the first one, the uh, Seymour and yeah. game. I caught the second one, the Woodland and Sonia game. And um, it was just uh, it, when you got the f- top four teams in a league going at it in a rare uh, rare occasion, since somehow in a small league they never seem to all play each other. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a uh, good showing by really all four teams, I think, last week. And uh, I think three of the four headed to the playoffs. Doesn't seem like Seymour is headed that way, especially it sounds right. like uh, quarterback Ian Sadik is going to be uh, probably Finished. done uh, yeah. with the collarbone, it sounded like to yep. me. Um, but the, which, is, which is a shame, but uh, the, the other three teams probably headed towards the playoffs and uh, a good week, two two good ball games, and I think all Excellent. three of those teams come out looking looking decent. I think Tom Brockett said it best <laughs> at, in your post game of Woodland and Sonia. Is like this is this is what this is, league is should be all about, really. I mean, he didn't really put it that way, but when you get the valley, the, you know, the, the traditional valley rivals playing together, at the end, uh, that's yeah. What makes it Valley football? Really right? nice crowd at Woodland. I don't know what yours looked like at Seymour, but we had about fifteen hundred people at Woodland. It for picked an early up. Start. It's, it's tough on a Thursday. It is. It picked up, but uh, yeah, I mean, and it, the weather wasn't the best either. It wasn't. I'll, I'll tell. You, I'll say this: the Naugatuck showed up. The student section the was dog great. Pound, right? their, their student section. They the dog pound. Uh, the dog. They are the hound pound. Hound pound. I apologize. They yes. love Sean on Twitter. <laughs> they love anybody who gives them a little ink and a little video and yeah, they oh, got. So then they Sean's perfect. Yeah, it's true. I gave him a little. Video as soon as uh, they caught the touchdown pass to win, uh, basically the go-ahead touchdown pass yeah. by Elijah Robinson. So they were all fired up. They had the they had the, the <laughs> baby group. powder and everything. Good fan groups, very good, are awesome. Yeah, they really change. Um, they can really change the game. It, well, for, a mark of a good one is the one that goes on the road. True, loud. I'll tell you what. They all. If you talk to anybody in Augusta, especially the old timers, they will tell you all the time that nobody supports their team like Naugatuck. Dot, dot, dot. When Naugatuck is good. Yeah. You know, they <laughs> Nobody they circles the wagons. <laughs> it's true. Like, like when the they Greyhounds. played Bunnell, I think they played Bunnell for the state championship in basketball a few years. I, I think that was Bunnell. Yes. Whatever it was. They, there must have been 6,000 Naugatuck people in that Mohegan Sun Arena that <laughs> afternoon. It was unbelievable. 6,000, but it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, they were, it was, it was good, like it was three or four amount. to one. On, That's awesome. Whew. Anyway. Yeah, so, they were good. So you have, a, I think I know what your best of the week is, and I think we're all big fans of this best of the week. Oh, yeah. yeah. My, my, my best of the week was the triumphant return of Phil Passmig. You're here. Receiver, slot receiver for St. Joseph. Now, here's the funny bar about him. Well, first of all, he catches a touchdown pass. He he played really well. He'd been out with a broken collarbone, which was tough, as we as we all know. But he caught his first touchdown pass, and I can't really tell you guys what exactly he said. <laughs> but basically, it was he screamed at the top of his lungs, blood curling scream. It, 
in the Staples end zone that he was back, baby. With an expletive. Yeah. He, he <laughs> announced his, his return. Very passionate. He was fired up on the sideline. I, I, did, I guess uh, Joe Dell, like I said, he had been driving him nuts for weeks. Maybe I could just play on, on special teams. Maybe I could just play on defense. <laughs> maybe I could just do this. Maybe I, to, maybe I just bring the what? He's like, look, I don't want to screw. This is your future. I don't want you to screw this up. Yeah. We're going to take it real slow here. And they, they only had him on offense, and which is, you know, where he basically does his damage. And he does see him back. You know, he's Lars Pedersen's cousin. Yeah. Uh, the former St. Joe All-Stater, and he was All-Stater last year. So it was really good. It really brings a lot to the team. He was pumping everyone up. So that was really good to see. Yeah, we like week. we like Phil. Phil is a uh, – he's a friend of the program. Agreed. Yeah. Absolutely. So and then, welcome back, Phil. Yeah. There you go. And uh, my best of the week was – well, I was right. Um, I don't. I'm never right. I'm never right. So I'm just going to take this time to to say that I said on this podcast a couple of weeks ago that Berlin would beat Bloomfield by three touchdowns. I was wrong in that sense because they beat them by. I do math in my head. Five touchdowns. They beat them mm. thirty-seven nothing. Um, so shout out me because I'm going to take all this credit now because when we go down the list and we get to the review of the games, I, I did get one really wrong and really I long. owe Sean dinner. We going so. to Sizzler. We going to Sizzler. Shooter! <laughs> Good to hear from you, buddy. So for, from right now until we get to that, I'm right, and I was very uh, happy about that. Other than that, I mean, it was a – we're going to get into that later because Berlin is good, but – we're going to dive into our worst of the week. Yeah. Kyle, we're going to start back with you. Honestly, I don't have a worst of the week this week. It was just a good week. Wow. I'm in I'm in happy spirits. Oh. Christmas season's upon us. It is. You're here. It's very exciting. It's good good football in my neck of the woods. I was happy. My worst of the week is everybody pulling the trigger on the on the postponements. Yeah. I I get it it's raining and I know rain can cause problems, but like I'm at Staples and it was not it, it poured later okay i get it yeah but it was not unmanageable can we, <laughs> Jeez. yeah everybody made it sound like the hurricane was coming yeah no absolutely. and as it stood i mean up in you know new britain it did come but in uh, but in bloomfield it didn't until after the game no no it was after the game yeah all right travel it's tough but take it slow no big deal uh, i don't see why everyone had to jump on you know moving them all over the place everybody and, panics yeah, i mean i massive get panic. it that they why they do it but i don't know woodland's um, ad was very happy he was like i hope it starts pouring at about eight thirty or nine o'clock and i'll look like a genius because he moved the game up an hour to five thirty. yeah good call yeah um, the, yeah the only benefit really to having the games postponed moved is that we get to maybe see more yeah i mean that's and in in my case see more yeah ah. <laughs> rim oh, shot oh man you just ran into that one right, how about that that's, everyone and uh, that's yeah. and that's this week's show and that's my worst of the um. week <laughs> <laughs> come on man that was oh. gold gold God, Jerry. I, just, I just forgot what my worst of the week is now because that that's your worst so of the week. bad your worst of the week is going to be the bill that you're going to owe Sean and I at our next outing. Yeah, that is going to be bad. Uh, Sizzlers or chilies or nah, Red you know, Lobster? You know where we're going. You know where we're going. There's only two words, and it sounds like height knock. Yeah. Oh, I went there last week. It yeah, well, delicious. we're going to go there ads. soon, and you're going to owe us. Yes, we will go there. We're actually, well, we'll get into that more a little bit later. About we shall. The future of our schedule here. Um <laughs> But what was my – I don't have a worst of the week now. Oh, come you on. made me forget. Oh, jeez. You made me forget, and I was actually really disappointed. Um, oh, I know what my worst of the week was. East Hartford. 
Yeah, that was. Bad. I was really disappointed. Look, it's New Britain's a very good team. Whatever happened, happened. Just sixty-two points, man. Oof. That yeah, was, that's not good. That was that was that would that uh, that was tough to see for having that preseason hype. Yeah, and they were up. I was talking to him about it. They were up twenty-one-seven on Southington and have been outscored at one point. It was like fifty something to seven, if you include the Southern. That because of that, um, that score, they have almost allowed as many points as they have scored, which is amazing when you think about what Raekwon Tom has yeah. done this year. Yeah, I mean that was that was just shocking to see. Yeah, um, uh, it was yeah quite shocking. Kind of turned that, and and uh, I don't know what the story is with them in, in double L, but they're in trouble. Yes, they are in trouble, huge and, trouble. Uh, so that one's going to be interesting. But we're going to dive into that more with our playoff uh, scenarios coming up. Um, but Trump, before we do that, Trump's going to take us through the poll. We had a little bit of uh, a little bit of a shakeup. A couple of top ten teams lost. So what do we got, Sean? Yeah, well, because East Hartford. Uh, I mean, other than Tompkins, who did a lot, he, uh, well, they they uh, they dropped out. They're, they are down there. Still getting a few votes here, but they are pretty much done. Uh, so coming in at number 10, ya boys, Ansonia Chargers at ya number boys. 10. At number 9, Noggy actually drops a spot from number 8 because, yeah, you know. Yeah, I dropped them out of the top 10. Yeah, that was 11. a tough, you know, listen, Seymour, uh, you know, they lost to Wilkett. And, uh, you know, they were right in that game. And, and that was the first time. I mean, Naga Tuck, just like Bloomfield, gave up more points in the first half than they did all year. So uh, that was tough. So, but they didn't drop out of the top ten. You know, and they still plenty left. Anyway, number eight, I was kind of shocked to not see New Britain in there. But, it, but who did get in there was Berlin. Berlin gets in there, as they probably should have after that one. I mean, if, if Bloomfield was there, Berlin was there. Yeah. Um, number seven, Newtown with a defensive struggle with Brookfield. Oh, it was only 7 nothing late. And then uh, they turned their defense on. They didn't have a first down to the fourth quarter. The, they didn't allow a third, first down to the third quarter to win, beat Brookfield 21-0. Number six, Southington doing its thing against Enfield, 51-19. Number five, St. Joseph with struggling to beat Staples, Pete, by, and then win by three points. Big win there. Uh, their backup defensive back, Noah Gage, pickoff, set up the touchdown, and they held them off. They, St. Joseph's defense played great. Anyway, we'll go on. The number four, Shelton, beating Amity up. They were only up 14-7 at halftime, 46-7 the final. Number three, Hand, toning it down a little bit with, with the points, but no less dominant against Cheshire, 49-14. And the number two, Greenwich, a defensive effort for once, not a huge offensive game. And Mosey Beasley shattering the state record by a sack and a half. <laughs> <laughs> really? He's he actually listens to the show as well. Another friend of the program. Another friend of the yeah. program. So shout out to him. So Mosey Beasley is now the all-time single-game state sack <laughs> record. More like leader. mostly Beasley, am I right? <laughs> Ooh, I like that. And that's my worst of the week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that. And that my, that's my best of the week. <laughs> ah, <laughs> you thank you very much. Darian, like once again, kind of in a dogfight at halftime. They're number one though, still, but they lose a first-place vote. Yeah, they're pretty close in points. Two right? points. Two points. Two points. That's one placement. So if one person, so there are a few Greenwiches in third. I'm gonna start if, calling. If one per, yeah, start canvassing. Tis the season. Uh, if Greenwich had gotten <laughs> one one person, put him in second place instead of third place, it would have been a dead heat for wow. number one. 
In my humble opinion, in this table, all votes Greenwich number one. I think Greenwich right now is playing like the number one team in the state. Greenwich is, I mean, I, I saw them a couple weeks ago against Ludlow, and Ludlow's, you know, kind of that second. Yeah, that second. Third, that the, bottom of the second. Which is great tier. for Ludlow. You know, Colin Wilson's doing a great job there, and Greenwich just, was just absolutely <laughs> dominant. I mean, yeah. BC's in the back. They got uh, Tyler uh, Tyson Camusio didn't even play, and they had three other kids rush for touchdowns. I mean, they can. They have so much depth and so much talent well, up and down the roster. You got 206 kids in your program. Yeah, yeah. but well. the fact that they can get 206 kids because there are bigger schools in the state who don't get well, those numbers. Uh, not too many. Not, but not, not too many, many but there are several schools with similar numbers, and they don't get nearly yeah. that many. You know, it's yeah. just Greenwich is a football school. That's for that's sure. all. Yeah, no. Shout out to John. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's it's tight in there, and I think that's one of the big storylines heading into the as we head to the postseason here that i mean darian grant you know, they're not gonna lose please the rest of the way. just give it just give us the game that we want please yeah, just well, do it yeah i mean listen not, not to just say like we don't want to see newtown in there i'm sure you no we don't but hey we can darian and greenwich might play in the second round depending on how the points fall out <laughs> well i was reading ned's thing the oh, here we go ned ned but darian way too many li- i love darian you, ned, or greenwich but... is like sitting there at like if everyone goes undefeated they'll be fifth Right, that is a possibility. So, you know. The problem is, is when Ned is working on those at 5.58 in the morning, his screws are all over the floor, and he can't even add anymore. <coughs> he was texting me about something in my story, too. I woke up with a text at, like, 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, that's because like, he oh, hadn't great. gone to bed yet. No, he, he doesn't go to bed <laughs> until, you know, the rooster is going to bed. <laughs> you know. He, so many jokes to be made here. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I mean, Grant's just sitting at number five right now in the class double L standings. I mean, yeah, they just don't have a good. They don't. That's it's all about your see, your points. Schedule, yeah. All about your schedule. Who you play if you beat teams, no matter what. With yeah, and that's with a, more wins, the the better off you're going to be with seeding, and that's really not the fault of your team. So we need a selection committee. It should yeah. be in this room. That's where it should yeah. be. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it should. We should do it live on the podcast based, next year, based on everybody's votes. Yeah. In this room, and then other people we know who actually have I don't know gone outside. Oh, Hold on, us three. Okay, I think we need Ned. Right. Yeah. That'll be a tiebreaker. <laughs> By the way, the, the only fourth, which would the only high school with a larger enrollment than Greenwich is Danbury. Just yeah. that's good. They don't have two hundred and six kids. They have awesome jerseys, though. Great nickname too, Hatters. Yeah, the their logo is fantastic. Did Pete have his that in his uh, thing at the beginning of the year? I don't remember, hatters, but he had the noises. That idiot. My hat, Hatters was easily in the top five. I mm. was like this close to buying the top a five means hat. nothing because you had the noises at five. I wanted to buy a Danbury hat like so. Bad. I'm not anyway. I'm not bogging down the progress so, of this show. So, did anybody have any other problems with the poll? Like, uh, look, I, the poll's going to. I'm just. My problem is that I don't have a problem with Berlin being eight. Um, but I just have a feeling that a lot of people who saw that Berlin beat Bloomfield, who they had at nine just replaced Bloomfield and Bloomfield didn't deserve shouldn't be there and I'm not really keen on saying that Berlin is the eighth best team in the state I don't know where I mean it, it drops off after you yeah once you get to me once you get past Southington it's all even Southington like yeah but know. you know I think they're pretty a solid number right. seven I, I thought it was a big deal that New Britain there are six uh, Newtown's yeah. I thought I always I have Newtown higher I, than I, that. I personally don't have Naugatuck or Ansonia in the top 10. I think I have them at 11 and 12. And uh, I think I had New Canaan and New Britain. Other than, Once yeah. the top eight got passed, I think I have those two next. So yeah, I have New Canaan in my top 10 still, like maybe like eight or nine. I think that's where I got them. 
And I think, I think New. I mean, I have New Britain at like six. Hmm. I, I or, I or have seven. New, actually, I have New Britain. I think it. Eight? Look, they only lost to Southern Union by a touchdown. And they, Late, they could have won that game. They should have won. But that game. New Britain's going to get Berlin in two weeks. If they had a kicker, just like poor Seymour, oh, man. Mm. they had a kicker. Uh, New Britain, they they would have <coughs> at least tied the game. Yeah, and um, Kion Gun never get uh, it doesn't get hurt in the first half. Seymour, what three cracks at the what was with it, a rent? backup quarterback from the twelve yard line? Yeah, and they didn't have a no kicker. They only lost by two. Yeah, twenty-eight, twenty-six. They lost by two. They they need a field goal. If Platt they're on the twelve, a... hold on, they're on the twelve-yard line. Seymour, they they just did. They were that that they just don't have a guy. Platt. That was a chip shot win for for a lot of teams. If Platt had a kicker, they'd be eight now because they had the ball on the one and missed, and then they lost because of a missed extra point this past week. Yeah, there has to be someone on the soccer team who's no good to be like, you know what? Change my mind. That's usually where they go. Right. That's usually what the happens. Someone, you know, he's a second string soccer guy. And he's like, you know, I'd rather be a hero on the football team or a zero. Yeah. Or you know, <laughs> would you rather be a hero on the football team or a zero on the uh, soccer team? Depends. That's a that's a hard hitting question. But a lot more take... pressure. But, you know. Yeah. A little bit more pressure. A lot more glory. Depends on the school. A heck a of a lot. Yeah. The payoff is it's risk versus reward. That is definitely true. Either way, I'd probably take being a hockey player. But, <laughs> or a goon like yourself. Exactly. But we're going to go take a short break, and uh, we're going to come back and, and talk a little bit more about some of those top games from last week. Don't miss a pass, pitch, or putt this season. Sign up for the Whistle newsletter and get the latest news and stories sent straight to your inbox from GameTimeCT.com. All right, welcome back. And uh, last week, uh, as we ended the show, we talked about how crazy the meat grinder was. Easily. The meatiest of meat grinders. <laughs> with the side of potatoes. Of the season, with the side of loaded potatoes. And, I mean, we all went to good games this week. Uh, Sean, you went to three games this past week? Yeah. So, and each of them was good. Kyle, you know, obviously, Antonio Woodland didn't end, you know, that close, but Woodland had that early lead, and then I was up in Bloomfield. But Kyle Can I just quickly yeah. shout out Kyle's debut in Game Time CT? That's right. If you guys didn't notice, obviously Kyle's been on this podcast all year. but Right. His actual like, reporting But his actual byline uh, was on Game Time. Uh, and in the New Haven Register. Oh, was it in the New Haven Register? Wow. I don't read I thought game. about going out to go grab one, and then I was like, I got a big party tonight. <laughs> Way to help it out. We ended up. But at, you don't want. We ended up at Total Wine in Milford. Yeah, and they, uh, they didn't stock the Lord Calvert on the shelves. So we had to go get a special order right. from the back. Plus, you'd be here. You can grab one here. But you didn't want to start giving away like you know your hard-earned salary. Of course not. Yeah, hard yeah already. <clears throat> yeah, it was good to be here. It was a long time coming. Yeah. So obviously, the game that you covered was Ansonia at Woodland. Two undefeated teams in the NVL, and this really it was a very good weekend for the NVL. Woodland jumped out to a fourteen nothing lead very quick. Before he does that, I will like to say that Woodland was at the Seymour. Noggy mm. game, mm. and the word was, uh, they're so good, they're so good. I don't know, we don't know about this one. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> they. Um, I like the strategy when you play against Ansonia most years, and sure, this year, why not? I always like the strategy of legitimate onside kicks against Ansonia, because to me, what's the difference of whether they run for an 80-yard touchdown or a 40-yard touchdown? Um, and so Willing got the ball first and really, really did a nice job on the first drive. Chris Anderson had some tricks up his sleeves with some, some backdoor, 
swing passes and there's some some well-designed pass plays which of course Ansonia catches up to at some point um, but yeah they, they go down score rather quickly um, Tyler Belinsky for Woodland the junior quarterback he played as good a game at quarterback against Ansonia as I've seen in, in a long time I think he finished with 215 yards and he was 12 for 20 through a couple of touchdowns and then an interception and desperation mode late in the game um, but no he looked good they onside have recovered scored again so 14 nothing but you know the one thing that Ansonia of many good things that they're good at is they're they're good when they do face that adverse situation they usually get late in the season they usually will will get a few and somehow even though they're not used to those sorts of atmospheres they they really don't do much panicking and they did not that game they came right back uh, had a good drive on a fourth down touchdown pass, um, then a, a punt return touchdown. They ended up scoring, I think, 36 unanswered. Yeah. Um, Did they answer at the end, though? Uh, Woodland scored at the end. Um, wait, no, it was 36 to 20 was the oh, final. 20, right. um, I mean, it was 15-14 at the half. It was an excellent, excellent half. They scored 36 consecutive points. 36 straight after 14 nothing. yes. Um, but it was, uh, it was a really, really good first half of football. Um, and Sonia is solid. They you can exploit them, I think, in the passing game a little bit. Um, they, they, there was a lot of room at different times, especially on play action, to throw on them. I did not – they didn't – I think they only sacked Belinsky once, which I, when you pass against Ansonia, the blitz is coming on every single down. Oh, yeah. And it's like the 46 it, Woodland, defense. Yeah, Woodland did a nice job of pass blocking. Um, I came away feeling like, yeah, Ansonia, they're, they're real good. Um, they're going to be a contender for, for the state championship, as always. Um, but I feel like Woodland came out looking decent, pretty decent in that game. They they looked better than I thought they would. And to me, they're probably as good as most of the other teams in that class. Um, you know, if they have to play in Sony again, of course, it's going to be a struggle. But I can't imagine them being out of their league against anybody else in class S. No, I'm looking um, at it right now. I, I, I saw Ansonia, I think, maybe twice, maybe just the Oxford game, I, I think. And uh, I've seen Stafford, who I think is really good. I think they have a good shot to do something in class S, depending where they where they fall. Uh, Cromwell Portland, I, I've seen, and they can kind of turn it on, turn it off. Mm. But I don't think they're – I mean, I don't think they're quite Ansonia caliber even, even this year. And then you're looking at Valley Regional, which has been had some injuries. The one you look at right there is Bloomfield, maybe HK – because uh, I mean, the HK is always tough with their their ground game, and they might. I mean, let's see who they got left: Old Saybrook and Valley Regional. And Valley Regional might give them a second loss, or they could give Valley a second loss. So I, I think Bloomfield. Well, I, I don't even think Bloomfield is. It's, is it's a, tough. Is a I, I think well, it's going to be interesting to see how Bloomfield. Well, the, yeah. Well, just before you go on, Kyle. Week. True. Uh, they play Ram this week, and then they yeah. finish with Glastonbury, and by no means are either either well, of those, those teams. Yeah. It's, look, given. if it if it's raining this weekend, and they got to go to Hebron. On that grass field, I don't think Bloomfield wins that. I don't think they point. do either. But just given the way they played, I know Berlin's okay. Speaking but. of Woodland, and you said if they possibly meet up again in the playoffs against Ansonia, um, I saw a tweet that the Woodland PA guy told them that they'll see them in the tournament. I yeah. really need you to expand yeah. on that. Right. I saw right. that, and that was that like falls right into our just PA conversation that we've had all year. Right at the end of the game, uh, the PA announcer in Vegan Falls is on the board of selectmen. He's like the third selectman of the three. Um, and he got the job because I don't think anybody else wanted it, so he just took it. Um, anyway, so Cal for first like yeah, he generally doesn't know what he's doing in the PA booth. He's a good guy, um, but yeah, right at the end, th- I think they're shaking hands or the clock is running off to zero, 
and he goes, good, you know, good job to both teams. Congratulations to Ansonia. We'll see you in the tournament. And I'm thinking like, what the hell? Are, I've never, ever heard anybody. First of all, I never heard anyone say that. Number two, it's like you issued a challenge on the yeah. field. Like, <laughs> I just, I'm reminded of the Happy Gilmore line. When uh, when <laughs> Grizzly Adams did have a beard, and he's going to beat your butt on the course. <laughs> yeah, well, Grizzly Adams had a beard. It's like, no, like this is not how this works here. I saw that, and I was like, I have to ask Kyle about that, because yeah. I was so... Our, my boy was, Johnny Ribs coming up with that one in the comments on on uh, on my article on the website. Oh, yeah, that's where, that's, where yeah, that's where I saw yeah, it. That's where I Yeah, it was yeah. just it's one of those things where everybody's leaving, so I'm not sure how many people heard it, but I heard it and I was like, Mike, Mike, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you see don't you in, in the theory tournament. you don't want to see that. Like, yes, it, if it's in a state final, yeah, you want to see him. Yeah, and I think I don't think they'd be run off the field if they played again. I think yeah. they'd hold their own. But yeah, it's if you can if you can win a state championship without going through Ansonia, you're going to choose that option. Yes, I could see them in the tournament versus Ansonia, though, right? I totally <laughs> agree. Yeah, like, I just it's, thought it was fun. That's the thing. I don't think it's unreasonable to say that they're going to play again because they right. I, they certainly could. Yeah, they did very much. But it's I like, feel like why are we dropping a gauntlet? <laughs> you, just, yeah, you know what? You guys just scored thirty six on answer uh, thirty six <laughs> straight. We scored at the end, but you know what? Can't wait to do this again. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I think if they played again, obviously the t- the two coaching staffs, Ansonia, would give the edge. But Ansonia had to convert on like three or four fourth downs in that game, so it was closer than thirty six twenty. I I think. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was unanswered. Woodland offense. They struggled to run the ball for a while. They could have scored right before the half and 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 screwed up on a couple of uh, plays. So it was closer. Um. But I, I'm personally looking forward to Ansonia. Um. I was looking forward to Ansonia Seymour this Thursday. Unfortunately, I think Seymour's kind of lost their steam there. But we have Thanksgiving to look forward to, and uh, could be a nice, yeah, uh, well, nice treat. Hopefully, there. maybe they will meet in the tournament. In the tournament, Sean, you showed the other uh, really good NBL matchup that yeah. moved up to Thursday, or it was always scheduled for Thursday. Was or? it? No, it was a Friday game. It was a Friday game. Hence, moved why up. I could right. see more. Um, <clears throat> Nice. Um, for yeah, for we all we really wanted to see what Naugatuck was about. We've been talking about them all year. We, uh, we wanted to see if their defense was as good as advertised. And a lot of people would tell me, even after the game, that like this team, right, is there are some players on this team. Mm. You know, Koloski, the uh, number nine, uh, Zach Koloski, he made play after play in this game. Um, I'd never seen uh, Elijah Robinson before. All I knew is that he's, you know, all he does is return kickoffs or touchdowns. And sure enough, he's, <laughs> he went and. The first well, here's what happened. I get to the game, and Seymour starts off with an, like basically an onside kick. It was a squib kick, very short, and I'm like, why? Giving him a short field, and they continue to do it. Then Robinson catches. Then they, he had a, catches like a bouncer that found him somehow, and he turned up the field and just bolted past everybody. I'm like, oh right, that's right. <laughs> You're that we guy. You're that give guy. him the ball. <laughs> so that was why. I mean, they were giving them the ball at midfield. Every single time they did not want, and he burned him anyway. And between that and the fact that Seymour just, you know, couldn't kick really hurt them. But Seymour played just as well. I mean, you want to talk about, you know, gutsy performance. Sadik, uh, before he got hurt late and again on their last drive, and, you know, shout out to the Hammerling kid who came in. Uh, I believe he's a Kevin, so- Kevin Hammerling's Kevin, a sophomore, yeah. He's a sophomore. Steve George said he didn't get a heck of a lot of reps, but he said, like, envision yourself getting reps. Like, we're. <laughs> You know, like try and think of that. And he had to, can't, and they, he let him down the field. And another another great player was Tyler Gannum. 
um, who was just uh, uh, awesome. Fourth and like, I don't know what it was, fourth and 15 on their final drive, and Hammerling found him in double coverage <laughs> to, to get him into. And then they had to, another kid get him down to the 12-yard line. They had three cracks because they didn't have any timeouts left. They burned them all beforehand. And, uh, you know, it, you felt like Ansonia was going to win this game. So that's where I mean, Seymour. Like, you know, yeah. That's what I mean, Seymour. You felt like Seymour was going to win this game. And it took a, you know, a Robinson touchdown. Now, Seymour had got a fumble on the, with about you know, eight minutes left. And it looked like the way Tyler was running that they were going to be able to run the clock out. But here comes uh, Zach Koloski with a great strip, gets the ball back in their territory and just two plays later in the new, their new quarterback. Uh, uh, Jay Mezzo. Yeah, Jay Mezzo uh, hit Robinson with a great pass in the back of the end zone. Uh, he had to make, make an adjustment and fall back, and, and and that was it. So it was a really excellent effort by Seymour. And, you know, you hate to see it, the fact that they lost two. Now they have right in position when they come. They're just as good as Naugatuck, I think. Which, which is surprising because when I saw Seymour against Holy Cross, I was like, well, how is this team not – like I expected them to be better, and then they play the stinker really against Holy Cross. Then they play another one against Wolcott and lose – and it was like, well, I guess this team's not any good. So I was expecting them to get hammered, yeah. to be honest. I was just kind of going up there as kind of like, all right, well, they're playing. I might as well go. Right. No. I hadn't seen Seymour yet live, and, you know, I was not optimistic. I mean, that legitimately was Naugatuck's first and he, and, competitive game since week and one. So, and Coach Laza said it after the game. We needed to see how we stacked up against a team that actually is a traditional rival and someone that is good. Right. Now, maybe Seymour's not. I don't think Seymour's as good as Naugatuck, but they certainly play. like. And, and one more thing. Cade. Clarity's Ditria was awesome. He is a great yes. ball player. There were uh, a couple of love letters thrown around. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I saw ja- Mark Jaffe put one out there, and I forgot to say that he is good at football yeah. in, in one of my uh, – but he you know, he played like an all-state player. He might be the best at what he does in the entire league, I think. He, he basically pile-drived uh, one of the <laughs> – sorry, uh, Naugatuck's running backs. He just took him and drove him into the ground. He was all over the field. They had to find different guys to, to account for him. Uh, he, th- I think he must have had like you know 15 tackles. Yeah, he good was ridiculous. Player. Really good ball player, and it's just a shame that they had that one stinker, or you know, they they survived the one stinker, then the second stinker they didn't have, and and now they lose uh, Sadik um, and look like a broken collarbone. And that has not been confirmed, but that's what everyone in the valley is saying that uh, he will not be available at least for this week. It's probably not for the rest of the years, and they're going to need to beat Ansonia. And that yeah, should Sonia and Woodland coming up, and doesn't that's I don't teams. think any team I don't think any team in the state has a harder I give, finish to the season than they had. I think I mean I, listen. I think this team will be ready to play. I think they're going to be. I don't know about you know Aunt Sonia. That's a tough one, but I think they will. They'll at least give it a go. And you know, even if they have to spoil Woodland's season at the end, they're not season, but you know, have to spoil their seating. Then uh, you know that'd be interesting to see, but. And then you also went on Friday night. You, you yeah. Uh, you took a trip down to Fairfield County to yep. Westport, and uh, and the show see- staff was excited <clears throat> about the result. And you Woo. saw St. Joe's, and they won, and that's over. And now yeah. we're gonna move on. <laughs> <laughs> what was um, the margin again? I, I couldn't think remember. I said it. Three touchdowns. I think you said twenty-one points. I said three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. And oh, I well. was wrong. I apologize to uh, the state. Here is why program. I pi- I picked. <laughs> here is why I picked that. Uh, I took the under on that one because Staples' defense is tremendous. I mean, they don't have a lot of name players because they they hadn't really been. They, you know, they started out. Bars is gone. Um, the new guy comes in, and they didn't really have a really good schedule to start. They, their first big game they played against Darien, and that was the first time I ever got to see them. 
Um, and they held Darien to no points in the first half. Yeah. Or Bell, three. Uh, 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 they were a hit goalpost away from shutting him out at the first half, which has suddenly become Darien's MO the last few. I mean, they're getting. They're yeah, not, they're not doing well. Yeah. Which is another thing. But listen, Staples is massive up front. Uh, they, uh, and they play defense. You know, the only problem is they're just not. Um, they're just the offensively they're just not there yet, and St. Joseph, which has also has a really good defense, it's been kind of carrying them for a lot of the year. Um, St. Joe, I mean they they have some pretty good guys. They have a guy named Whopper on the team. Come on, yeah, first name, last name. I think it's William. Hold on, I gotta. That is of, beautiful. If he was a junior. I think it's Jermaine Williams. Hold on a minute. Uh, oh, Saint and his middle name were Bacon. <laughs> I was I was listening to <laughs> pa- Phil Pass make it. He's like, "Come on, Whopper, <laughs> come on, Whopper." Jermaine Williams, five eleven, junior, three hundred three pounds. That is one of the best nicknames I've ever heard. Whopper, and he pounded. They, they now Staples is down. They scored actually scored a really nice touchdown uh, to pull within uh, three points with about you know eight, eight and change left. And uh, St. Joe's shut him out. They had the ball three times, and they I, I don't think they got a first down. They might have gotten one. The rest of the way, I mean, another kid who played great for St. Joe in that game uh, was Cole Silva, the linebacker. Another junior. <laughs> this team's good. I mean, they're, they're going to lose a few guys next year, uh, but they, there's clearly some great players still left on this team. Um, the quarterback, uh, notwithstanding, uh, he's going to be gone, but you have Jaden Sheridan coming back. Uh, yeah, so. And they, they lose Ace Lizetti, the captain, the defensive back, and they had this Noah Gage kid, a junior, who – they were all laughing. He goes, he leads the program in interceptions. And I'm like, what? I looked on the max preps and it's like zero. He doesn't have one. This is his first varsity start. And he picks off a pass in, in varsity and it sets up a touchdown. So, uh, Oh yeah. By the way, if you haven't seen it yet, go over to Sean's Twitter and look at the interview. Cause it was actually really cool to see how it's like you said, it's his first varsity start. Doesn't get a lot of varsity playing time. He makes this big pick. sets up, you know, the go ahead touchdown. And like all his teammates were like really happy for him, really excited for him, and they kept interrupting. Yeah, they called this the defense. They call it the swarm. The swarm. The swarm. Well, good job to the cadets. Yeah, yes. uh, the hogs. Like I said, <laughs> right. Um, <coughs> you know, there, I mean, there's some guys stable. Cole Brockwell played pretty well. I mean, uh, well, now Stable's in a position where they like, have to beat Greenwich on Thanksgiving to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah good that's luck. tough. Problem. They just don't. You want to go double I, or nothing? <laughs> they are well. The thing is about no, there are st- there. Are, they, Staples is relatively young. They got a lot of juniors on that team. Um, well, it doesn't so, help them this year. No, it's gonna be well. One of the guys coming back is gonna be uh, Jake Thaw, who who's I thought he was a pretty good. He, he yeah. really does really well running that offense. But uh, but yeah, Staples hung in there. And then the only losses were were two pretty hard fought games, Darien and St. Joseph. And two of the best teams in the state. It's like, you know, and then if they lose to Greenwich on Thanksgiving, those are three losses to like Richfield a couple of years ago. When mm. They were 7 and 3 and they yeah, lost to I three think state I, I put them in my poll at the end of the season. Yeah. They didn't even make the playoffs. A lot but of pe- they lost to three state champions. Yeah. Yeah. Um so uh this was their shot to kind of knock off one of the upper tier and kind of announce themselves, but I think a, they picked up a lot of votes this week, Staples. I think I put them in. Yeah, I, I have them in. I put them in as well. I put them in I at think number I, 15. I think I kept them where I had them. So, look, I mean, listen, that's a tough spot for Phil Treglia to come into uh Mars replacing a legend and you know, it's not not bad. They, I thought they were going to be a lot worse than this. Yeah, they're so six and two, and and they're right in the thick of things. Probably not going to make it, but they're doing better than East Harford in points. That's for sure. <laughs> so there you go, Pete's and boys. Then, uh, yeah. 
Then uh, and on Sunday you went over. You saw a very interesting game. Yeah, this Hartford, was interesting uh, for Cogginshock. Yeah, this was this was not a good game. It was close. Eleven eight is just such a weird score. Yeah, they were like, "What? what like, the cross season already?" Jeez, <laughs> nice. Um, the wind, the wind was up to about Good you know gusts of excess of thirty to fifty miles an hour. It was ridiculous. Is that why you kept texting me about wind this weekend? You're like, "Oh, with the wind, has it your microphone and the wind?" And you were really in on wind this. Well, weekend. it was really windy, and I didn't have my mic- microphone setting great. And Sean Bowley, more like Sean Howley. Am I right? How? That's my worst of the week. <laughs> Halloween's Cluster, over. Cluster. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I had a lot of problems with wind this week and Yeah. Yeah, you did. A lot of too many beans on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Set myself up for that one. But uh Sean The thing about the this uh, people look at East Haven. <laughs> oh my god. Go, you actually have something important to people say. People from this. East Haven, uh, people who look at East Haven, they're 7 and 1, which is, again, anything they do here on is a bonus. I know they're getting their hopes up. Um, I still think they're going to get into the playoffs, but uh, uh, they they rolled through Wilbur Cross the week before and against Cogginshaw, which was only 3 and 5 going in, or, or no, they were 3 and 4, uh, whatever it is, going in. Um, but I think Cogginshaw has been really kind of tricky, but. They could not do anything offensively. And I granted that it's a lot easier to defend a team when you know they're not going to be able to pass. Um, and East Haven likes to kind of throw it around a little bit. And their their tailback, he didn't have 220 yards or whatever it was. But what happened at the end of the game, uh, a little tough. Um, East Haven, it was... Uh, it was uh, to a coach, uh, Benoit... And was um for this game, and oh man, I can't remember the kids all of a sudden. <laughs> Cordova, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the way I understood it, once you get tossed, there's no appeal. Everyone leaves the field. That's it. You're tossed. With this, and I'm like, I don't think so. But I'm like, okay, all right, you know. And then I county football uh, official. Or that actually, actually buddy's out. Hmm? Does that mean buddy's out, or was he never the commissioner? But no, he no. I think buddy was, and oh. I think well, Bill, Bill Riccio took over okay. commissioner of, of New Haven County, and uh, I think I thought it was the state, but I'm, I, I don't know. Anyway, he came out and said, "Well, we reviewed the film, and it was really he was just pulling the ball out of the kid's hands, and it looked like he took a swing, and in the heat of things." Uh, that's where it was a judgment call that was actually incorrect. And so we're not going to report to the CIAC. And then I started getting texts and saying, no, that's not how it works. And sure enough, uh, you know, so a couple people must have told Bill that's that's not how it works. And, and Bill rightly, even though he was, listen, Bill's a good guy. I've known him for years. He made a mistake and he totally owned up to it. And he, But he had already told East Haven that well, they're not going to ask this kid to be suspended. We're not going to put it on the card to report to CIAC. So um, once somebody CIC, even I asked him, I go, it's pretty clear. If you look at the CIC rule book, it says under no circumstance, they underlined, bolded the whole nine. Once the officials leave the field, regardless of whatever, you know, it's a judgment call. And we just once they leave the field, though, that's it. There's no there's no appeal. Um, I think it's an archaic rule. I think now you can kind of review these things. I think the issue is what who's going to review these on like a Sunday 
Yeah. You know, and, and do you pay them? And is it, I think that's kind of at, at We'll issue. do it on the show Mondays. Right. But in this case, it, now the kid has to sit. I mean, they don't play next week. They play Sheehan in a pretty huge game. He did nothing wrong. I haven't seen the film personally. I know I was there. I haven't really looked at it, but I, I trust Bill's judgment in, on that. And uh, they said he really didn't do anything wrong. I really feel awful. This rule needs to change. I think that's the bottom line with this. I think a lot of people are going to finally get this done. It was on the table, from what I understand, and it was kind of shot down. And I think now this is like the last straw, especially it's, with Al Carbone, East Haven grad, Uncle SEC Al. commissioner. It's a, shame, it's a shame, though, that it takes something like this to happen. Right. For them to Listen. be like, oh, well, then maybe we should change. We it. know how the world works. I People are that. reactive, not proactive. That's fair. Right. So and, that's a that's an unfortunate situation. But listen, East Haven, I, they, I, I don't know. I think they're going to be all right, though. I think East Haven's going to be fine because Scott Benoit finds a way. He has all year long. Yes. <laughs> And that's one of the games in the meat grinder. Yeah. Um, and then, well, not this week. No, not this week, but when the next time that they play, because <laughs> no I peace. didn't have it on the list. Um, but yeah, so my game that I went to is, you know, Berlin at, at number nine, Bloomfield, in a game that everyone had circled all year, and it was a dud. Womp womp. Um, Berlin came out, scored early, often. Bloomfield had no answers offensively, no off, no uh, answers defensively. All four of Berlin's running backs scored a touchdown in some form. Um, you know, Alex uh, Halkius had two rushing touchdowns. Marco Scarano, who's a sophomore, watch him. Joe loves him. Says he's he might be the best out of all of them. Uh, Arasimowitz. Is that is that not right? <coughs> I think he's pretty close. I believe you call him Mr. Speaker. Uh, Speaker yes. of the House. He's also, I think he's up for election tomorrow. He is. I heard he was unopposed. Uh, he, I think we just do this. Yeah, last we week. did this last week. <laughs> he he got a challenger late, oh. and, and then uh, and then and uh, win, and Rubiak, Zach Rubiak, had a receiving touchdown to Larry St. Pierre. Aresimowitz is how you pronounce it. And then uh, oh, Larry St. Pierre had a pick six at the end. So all four of the the running backs for for Berlin made their mark. Ke- Kevin Dunn had an excellent game through for Quarterback? a touchdown. Yeah, had two um, fourth down. They're going for it. You know, pooch punch, pin Bloomfield inside their five both times. Um, it was all Berlin all day. You know, I told you that after the game is it looked like Bloomfield was tired in the first. Yeah. It, it, huh? They they were running. Pete texts me and says they are gas and it's the first quarter. The first quarter. I was like, they 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 called the timeout. It was you know, Bloomfield they had the shot. Everyone I'm sure has seen the video at this point of mm. the interception or not interception, Max Prep. Did you stole see that? It. Kyle? No. Did you see that? Max Max Preps stole it, it and, and posted stole it. it on their Twitter. Stole it. You they hear that, Max Preps? We don't like you that. Stole it. They didn't ask. Who do we talk to? Mr. Max Preps. I'm going to take care of this. Well, not Max Preps. Max Senior? Mr. Prep. <laughs> Mr. Preps. <laughs> Mr. Um, Preps, we're, on, we're, we're coming after you. So, we're sick you know, of Kyle that, on you. Everyone's like, and then uh, it was picked up, I think, by USA Today High School, and they're like, did he change the game? No, it was 21 nothing already. <laughs> the game was over. This the is game, the over. game was over. Give up high school aggregation. Yeah. Give it up. So and Bl- and Berlin had a shot <laughs> to make it thirty-five nothing in the first half. I mean, look, it just it, it did was not all change Berlin the all the time. They just absolutely dominated. You Berlin. clearly are not following Pete Paguaga to to get his take on the game because he was like, "This game's basically over." And meanwhile, you're Bloomfield like, "Did it allowed? change the game?" Yeah. Well, Bloomfield scored nine. They allowed nineteen points all year, and Berlin scored twenty-one points in the first fourteen minutes of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hard to sc- hard to win a game if you can't score. Yeah, so I'm shocked by that score. I really was. Mm. I'm gonna be. I'm not. I know I, you were. I know you were off the Bloomfield train early, and you'd seen him. So you warned us the storm was coming, and and nobody took shelter. 
Well, it's going to be interesting because <laughs> nice. Bloomfield does have Ram coming up. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how they bounce back, but we'll talk about um, it. Uncle Pete, Uncle Pete. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know if they bounced back. I, mean, I don't I, know either. That must have been crushing. I, I mean, I guess you, you, they didn't talk to you after Yeah, that. I didn't get to talk to anyone, um, but I was waiting outside the coach's office, and you could just tell that there was this, you know, feeling in the air of just disappointment. <laughs> I can feel it. Oh, my God. That was actually. Uh, that was I, good. That was good. Very good. But uh, you could just, just feel like there was just this disappointment and shock. I'd be disappointed, too, when I look at Ram sitting there, and Ram actually played Berlin tough. Yeah. You mm, didn't. So. They're coming next. And and you have to go there. And Glastonbury, which. Yep. Is a good, it's didn't we all three program. pick Bloomfield to win Class S? You, uh, I believe I did. I, I did. I, did you, you may have been the one that didn't. I, have been, I may not have. You might have done it just out of peer pressure entirely. Probably. I do most things out of peer pressure. <laughs> you sure do. <laughs> but, um, all right, we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to dive on in. We're going to continue our little conference series thing that we're trying to do uh, with the CTC and the SWC next, and then we're going to take a look at the, uh, the playoff pitcher and the meat grinder. But we will be right back after this. Every Tuesday afternoon, make sure to join Game Time CT soccer writers Scott Erickson and Joe Morelli for the Just for Kicks podcast. From the top teams and players across the state, nobody knows soccer better than these two. Welcome back, and uh, we're just going to touch on these two conferences quickly. We only have four conferences left, um, you know, in this little series that we're doing. So we're going to, you know, there was a really good CTC game this week. That had a wild finish. Oh, my God. It was this, wild. It was an absurd finish that didn't need to happen. So, what was it? Cheney Tech and Bullard Havens were tied at yeah, 26. 26 all. With, no, with barely any time With left. enough time to run one more play. And I think Cheney was at midfield, like, just across midfield. Yeah, it didn't look like they were that I close. think they were on their own side. I thought it was like they were on their 30 yeah. or 40-yard line. And uh, Well, I read the Manchester Journal Inquirer story. Um, and basically, well, well, first of all, he throw so they decide to throw the ball in the last play of the game. Not only does it get picked off, but it gets run back for a touchdown. Pick six, pick end six. the game to win. Game the, over. How many how many winning pick sixes have we seen when the game was tied in their entire lives? I can't think of one. I, I it just it didn't make any. Sh- I, I mean, look, it's high school. I get it. Look, I like, get it too. And maybe you thought you didn't have a shot in overtime. You want to take so, a shot, but you weren't that close. I. Yeah, it's not you like were thrown to the end zone. Yeah, yeah, he was. They were not going to get in the end zone. It doesn't look. I mean, they're too far away. It just it I, was a weird. I read the story, and Adam Starvish, the Cheney Czech head coach, who must, must have had a really miserable weekend after this. Uh, they were. I mean, they're right in the thick of the playoff hunt, and that would have really pretty much put them in for for good. I think. Where Where are they here? Are in they M- in M? M's weird. Yeah, I think they are. Because like. M. Uh, they are, yeah, they're sitting at eight right now with Vinyl Tech and Thames River left. Well, you know, uh, crazier things. Well, in any event, you might have put yourself in a home game to play what? Yeah, St. Joe. Joe? <laughs> no, no, uh, like <sighs> not a home game, an away game. His his reasoning behind it was we saw something on film, and we thought we could do it. The ball just did not get there. Well, just staying in the CTC quickly. Obviously, O'Brien Tech. Uh, is six and one. They're you know in the thick of things in Class S. The fighting Nick They Capriles. have the fighting Nick Capri. They have Bullard Havens coming up this week. Huge game. That would be in our <laughs> segment. That will be in our <laughs> segment. 
Love the Fighting Condors. Um, they had their senior day on Sunday. Oh, they moved it. That's right. I'm friends and they with. Moved, I'm friends they with Emmett O'Brien. Did they move it football. to uh, a different field too? Right. That's certainly possible. Yeah, I think they did. Um, so I mean, that's really the CTC. So we're going to jump over to the SWC quickly. Uh, the last two weeks have been the biggest two games, the two biggest games in the SWC this week. Newtown, or the last two weeks, it was Newtown Bunnell. Newtown easily took care of them. And then it was Newtown Brookfield, and we talked about it earlier. It was 7 nothing for most of the game. Dan Mason scored two touchdowns in the last four minutes? Yeah, something like that. According to uh, Ryan seven nothing late in the game. So, so like Newtown, Brookfield. obviously, is the, the kings of yeah. the SWC. We knew that going in. They went out and proved it. But it was a good performance by Brookfield, who you think is going to you know, recover and make the end playoffs. Yeah, well, yeah, they uh, well, they have Barlow, which they, and they have Weston. Barlow hung tight with no, Barlow. Never beats Basic, not Basic. Sorry, Masic. and and it was looked like it was a pretty close game, but Masic wins that one. Um, I don't think Barlow's gonna. We're gonna be seeing Barlow in the playoffs this year. I mean, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. No, either. I think they're pretty much safini, as they say. Um, where is it? Barlow is sitting at sixteen, four and three. They're gonna need to beat New Fairfield, Basic, and Weston, and. See what happens. Nah, yeah, basically see what happens, and it's going to be tough unless there were a lot of other teams. Well, you know, you never know with this class. I and mean, we Law got in six last yeah, year. Yeah, no, so. M is, yeah. So, but even so, you have Is Berlin. ATI going to steal a bid in M, speaking of the CTC, while we were talking about They got O'Brien Tech. And O'Brien Chinese. Tech, Thames River, four so wins. That's, that's their big game. There. Right there is their, is their big game. Yeah. Next week, not this coming week. I think they week. would, if they beat O'Brien Tech, which I do think is possible, I think they're right there. That'd be a big game because yeah. if O'Brien Tech doesn't beat Bullard, O'Brien will be playing for its Class S playoff well, since that, as well. Since that big explosion of points by the Rock Brothers, uh, they really have been kind of struggling to score, especially yeah. against the good teams. Yeah, Nick, it, and then just in, in get uh, it together, Nick. The SWC: Benell seven and one currently in L. They have Pomperog and Stratford to end the season. I would think that so Benell, I guess, go, lost their quarter- one. I guess Benell lost their quarterbacks Ooh. injury. That's not good. But they're not a big passing team. No. But, well, so and they got they have really good running games. So they're sitting there at seven one with two winnable games the rest of the way. Uh and you, you know, we're talking about Brookfield. Weston's sitting there at six and two, just you know, just like Brookfield is. Weston got shut up and we didn't talk about this last week. New Fairfield, our old friends. Our we boys. We have not heard from them. They've been quiet. Well they well then you oh, tweeted un- about something and un- they they went right after you. Until they until I said Weston, what the <laughs> happened to Weston? Yeah, they got beat like thirty. It was like thirty-four to nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I, I, I. That's one of those things where you know, I. What, oh. Johnny Reb came to town. That's what happened. <laughs> and they go, "We've been great all year, man. We had to play hand, <laughs> man. Yeah. Well, in so many words, but that we had to play. <laughs> well, their schedule was pretty tough. Early. Yeah, I got to give them a little bit of that. But Weston, I mean, they look the winner of Weston Brookfield is going to be seven and two with winnable games in their final games. Yeah. So, I, be, I don't know, but they, I, yeah, New Fairfield, good for you guys. That'll be interesting. Um, new town or bust as well. So now you know we've been talking about the playoffs, so we'll jump over. Um, there's a couple of teams, you know, East Hartford lost, so now they're they're basically on life support. You know, they can't lose again the rest of the way. New Canaan can't. Um, well, let's go through our locks. Let's start at the top, Sean. Yeah, let's go here. Shelton's right. going. Sh- Shelton's Shelton, in. Shelton is in. Notre Dame, West Haven, and Derby left three games. Yeah. They're going to win all of those games, I would imagine, even though Notre Dame's playing pretty well. Darien's a lock. Southern's a lock. One, two, three. Newtown's a lock. Yep. Greenwich is a lock. That's five right there. Fairfield Prep plays North Haven this week, and then they end with West Haven, who they never beat, but West Haven is just not West Haven this year. 
So if Fairfield Prep wins that North Haven game, seven wins, I think they are in either way. Yeah. Then you got New Britain, which then you that Berlin game. Will that be Berlin game is really interesting. They win that, they'll be in. That's too many yes. points. It's way too many points for the others. And then, so it's basically you're looking at Staples going to have to pull the upset. It's going to be all. It's all going to come down to what one spot. I mean, if new unless Fairfield Prep loses this week to North Haven, which is possible, which is very possible. I'm going to put I, I'm in. You're North, in with Fairfield Prep. No, I'm in on North Haven. Okay. Are you mean? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, okay. So let's say North uh, Fairfield. So, the, so maybe it's five teams for two spots. Right. I don't think Ludlow. Ludlow's got to play New Canaan this week. There. Well, for it. for three spots, New New Britain and Berlin. So let's say that the top five are locks. We said. From right. down on to Greenwich. So you've got Prep, New Britain, Staples, East right. Hartford, New Canaan. We don't think Ludlow's going to No, Ludlow's played New Canaan this week, so right. that'll knock them out. NFA. NFA's got two. They got killing. Well, they got killing. We had a big game for them. Right. They got Glastonbury hanging down there. It's they hard. got Bluefield. Yeah. Yeah, big points there. All right, so I, I don't think West Haven gets in. I don't think I don't think Trumbull gets in. No, They're or 4-4. Four, four. I don't think four wins gets you in in no. this at all. <clears throat> I agree. So you're looking on down. I think Glastonbury's the last team that may have a realistic shot. Right. So they got Simsbury and then Bloom because Bloomfield has so many points there. 101 right. average. It'll be interesting at the bottom. Yeah. But there's definitely those top five. Are we'll look, we'll I think we're gonna we're gonna learn a lot within obviously. Well, this week, week this is. Yeah, this I've week. already started getting the text. What do we got to do to get in? <laughs> Listen, then, guys, give us a one more week. And yeah. We'll you right. Know. Unless you want to go to Ned's projection. Over over at L. <laughs> um. You know, like. Hold on a second before we do the. Kyle started this what couple of years ago. Oh man, it was it's going on it's a while now. It's like twenty ten, eleven. Okay, where Kyle started it in like week five. One year I was just well, I was getting paid by the word. Yeah. <laughs> blog posts. Oh my god. So I was You can cop to it now, right? No contractions were being used in those posts and I was just just going off the cut. Yeah, I was I think it was probably week six. Yeah, which is insane. Point of the season, which Ned, is Ned looks at it and he just kind of looks and yeah. and sees. Uh, I was just, getting after it in like week seven. But like Kyle was actually doing scenarios. It was horrible. Oh my God. And I was like, how is this kid doing this? I was telling a friend today. I was like, those were the worst. But that days. really kind of put Kyle on the map a little bit. Yeah. That's what Ned he, was telling me on Friday. He was like, if you need, because I was talking to him about the playoffs. He's like, he's like, yeah, he goes, mine's mine. He goes, but if you need anything, you have any questions, he goes, you go to Kyle. Well, that was when he did it though. Like now it's, he knows now it, it is, it's. Now it's, yeah, that was, you well, used to have to really do, and, and Sean remembers when oh, you used to have God. to legitimately do it without computers. Like, yep. Matt Fisher made this robo-abacus, which is great now, but. I refuse to call it that. <laughs> That's Ned's robo-abacus, really? <laughs> I I had a great name for it, which is the, the guy. Hal, who, the HAL 3000? The HAL 9000, based 9, on. 000. And everyone's like, no, we don't, because apparently, like I know HAL was a curmudgeon, God rest his soul. But he did this points forever. Oh well, how was wrong? Yeah, he was wrong constantly. But look what he had to do. It I, was there. There are some rough nights doing this. Stuff. He yeah. And how everyone went to Hal on Thanksgiving to do this stuff, and and even Ned would go over and get Hal's points. So I think we deserve to give Hal a little tip of the cap here, even though Matt Fisher is the one who put this great web page nice. together. Saves a lot. Saves <coughs> many hours of work. Right. Yes. So I call it the Hal nine thousand. We're gonna run it down here. Nogatuck is in. in. Hand is in yeah. Middletown, Platte, New London, Windsor. Quick. Uh, yeah, I think they're all in. I think they beat New London. I think they beat Platte, and then the Windsor one. Yeah, they're definitely. In. Windsor's like the wild card. If That's Windsor it. can beat Middletown, then that's yeah. just all about yeah. seeding now. 
So North Haven, I think they're in even with two losses. North I Haven. agree. If you look at this, yeah, get Gallows. down to nine. Platt's got six, two, six, and two, and they're not going to. Bonnell might sneak in just because they're closing schedule. Isn't it? Yeah. I don't, personally, I don't think Pomperog is particularly good, even with whatever wins. Five wins. Five. Yeah. Five. Yeah. Yeah. I think Bonnell is in. I think that's basically it. I think your Windsor needs to beat Middletown. Platt's got to work some magic there to get in. Yeah, they but have Platt to beat nine. Middletown and then beat more. Ram is in. I mean, yep. even if they lose to Bloomfield. Yeah, I, I, I think if you're in that top top, six. I think if you're in that really the top, top eight right yeah. now, I think that top eight has a shot to just stay like stay that. like that. Maybe jumble, but even if Platt beats Maloney, I think they're going to be in trouble. They need to well, be Platt has to beat Middletown, right? Yeah, right. So there, if Platt loses Middletown, you're pretty much. But as Pete said, get a kicker. Oh. What do we got now? M M. I think we think Berlin's in the New Britain game will obviously mean a lot. Berlin, in terms of Saint Joe. Sheehan's got Sheehan's got Brantford, East Haven, and Lyman Hall. I think they win two of those. In. I think they ran anyway, even with two losses. So they're in. Killingly, NFA, in. and Capital in. East Haven, Sheehan, and Brantford. East Haven right now, probably not a lock to beat either. I mean, Brantford could beat them. We've seen that not too long ago. So have, they could end up seven. Let's just say for Devil Abbey, the East Haven ends up seven and three. That means their top would be their bonus, eight and 89. Mm. That's tough. I, I'm shocked right now. I, this is the first time I'm actually looking at Class M. Wolcott is ranked sixth, and it's unbelievable yeah. to me. M, M is wide open. I mean, there's... Well, it's always like this. And the, it, top, the top 11 all crazy. have two losses. Like, yeah, and honestly, I don't think Wolcott is particularly... I still don't know how they beat Seymour. Yeah. yeah well, Wolcott doesn't have much them. of an offense to me. I and mean, they, they have a couple good... Good utility type guys, but yeah. I mean, it's going to come down to them on Thanksgiving against Holy Cross, like it has for many, many oh, they're years. They're going to beat Sacred Heart. Yeah, they're going to pound Sacred Heart. Do you think we get a three loss? Uh, well, even in if they, them? yeah, it's going to come down to Holy Cross because you got Cheney Tech sitting there down at eight, and they uh, ATI too. Because if they beat, right. if they beat Bra- um, the winner of Brantford East Haven, I think we can say is in, in. and the loser is going to be out. They're going to be real Unless tight. Unless East Haven beats Sheen. Yeah. Again, if Wolcott goes down to three three losses, then you get a little bit of room for the East Haven brand for loser. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Yep. You know, if you assume that Brookfield will probably win its last two, right? I, I think, mean, the Western game's tight. I think Cheney, given the fact the other two teams have only got six wins between them, Vinyl and Thames, I think Cheney's in if they win those two games. Yeah. So what are we looking at? We're, for Brook, Brookfield basically needs... They need to beat Weston. They think need the, to beat both. They need to win both. Yeah. Right. So the Brookfield-Weston loser is going to be eliminated. Yeah. In theory, right? Because Weston's sitting there at eleven, yep. at six and two as well. And, and then they're sitting, this always happens. Abbott Tech, one of these tech schools. Abbott Tech, if they beat O'Brien Tech, they're putting them right them. At least right one of them. those two tech schools is going to steal a bid. Yeah, I think I think they both do. Yeah, very well, good. Because yeah, again, Brantford East Haven, Wolcott. The Wolcott Holy Cross Wolcott, game is yeah. going to be it's going to be a spoiler. It's going to be one of those bubble games. And then and finally, fun, S. Bullard Haven, Zinn, and Sonia. And, I, Yep, They're definitely in. Stafford's in. Stafford is in. Cromwell is yeah, go- going to be in. Yeah. Yep. Woodland. I, I think th- Woodland's in. Well, yeah. They're, I mean, the only one. Yeah, Seymour. I don't, I don't see him beating Oxford. So I don't see Oxford beating them. I don't see. After the injury to Sadik, I don't see Seymour being <laughs> having enough. Well, who knows? But I would agree with you. But. Again, that's a pretty good. Even rivalry. if Woodland loses Seymour, I think they're still in. I think they're just seven looking at a seven. O'Brien's eight. got an interesting. They got Bullard Havens and ATI. Right, that's, that's their tough. season right there. Yeah, and then Platek. They could have three losses. Valley, Valley, your boys. I think that. Well, Valley needs to. Well, they only have nine games this year. Valley. But they got HK at the end with yep. seven wins. 
they need to win that game. Um, otherwise, they'll be sweating it out. It's going to be like one of those crazy, like, well, this team beats If you team have three it. losses, you're not getting into S, just PSA. Yeah, well, Plainfield's sitting there at 7-1. and one. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and, and you're looking at Bloomfield, looking there at the, their huge game this week. Yep. Right? That is the thing about Class S, it seems like, every year. Especially you get the Pequot teams that all play at the end, you get a couple of the NVL teams yep. that play the at the Pequot end. The Pequot teams usually play the week before, too, which really mucks it up. You don't know for sure. Like, you know, you, have, you need to account Well, the for Valley all. HK game is on a Tuesday these days. Yeah. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is the week before. They, oh, they play that right. week before when right. everyone else is usually out. Right. Yeah. So, Plainfield, I was talking to a coach yesterday. He thought Plainfield was in. But you got, you got to win those two games. Yeah. Or at least right. one of them. Yeah. Yeah, well, like Kyle said, you got three losses. You're Which not, you're we, not I, I, I've gone off their schedule on this. Yeah, we 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 we've gone off on their schedule the last two weeks. Crack and and Amistad, they they should be banned. <laughs> That's so. ridiculous. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See, so I think I mean, does Holy Cross have a shot there? Uh, honestly, Holy Cross is as we I think we're going to transition to the meat grinder in a moment. Holy Cross got an interesting, very interesting final schedule here. Yeah, as we talked about the. The Wolka game on Thanksgiving. They've got Naugatuck. They're at Naugatuck this week. Nagi might be, you know, maybe reeling a little bit here off that game mm. against Seymour. Right. Um, you know, Holy Cross has, has won a few games in a row. Do I think they're particularly good? Mm, I don't know. I think they're pretty average. But they get the benefit of playing five city schools every year. So five of those six wins are against <laughs> Waterbury or yeah, five of those six are against Waterbury schools. Mighty Brass Division. I don't see Holy Cross beating Naugatuck. I think that will kind of be Nagi going away. But then they have the chance to kind of muck up M. Wolkett Holy Cross game is pound for it's, pound like the best game out there. It's usually very, very fun in the Remember though they had a Hail Mary right after Wolkett scored? They sure like, did. I've covered that game like the last three or four years somehow. It is. You were there last year. I was there last what, year. What was it last year? Uh, last year it was Wolkett finally punted. Trying to, find, right. trying to hold on to a lead in the fourth quarter. They punted after he hadn't punted all season. They, they still lost. If you're looking for an offbeat Thanksgiving Day game, you will do no That wrong. one's fun. That well, one is then fun. That one. It's totally so, off the rails. Anyway. Can we grind it up, Pete? Grind us up. <laughs> um, this week, there are a – not as packed as it was last week. There are still a handful of good games. You know, we, we'll go through them quickly because we have talked about a bunch of them. But Seymour at Ansonia on Thursday night. Hmm. Um, right. This is Seymour's last shot. Must win. Pretty much. And Sony could probably clinch a playoff berth, technically. I, I would think, think so. Yes. Um, and then, We're going to uh, get our first clinchers this week. Fr- yes, we definitely are. Uh, Friday, Middletown at Platt. Platt, they need to win. Huge game for Platt. Yeah, they need to win. I can't, you know, they lost another one. Big game for both, really. Yes, well, Middletown really hasn't played. Really, mm-hmm. Middletown almost got beat by... Bristol Central, Central, yeah, who's been playing really well. Let's let's be honest. Yeah. we thought they would be good, but but uh, now, yeah, this we're still waiting for that. Middletown plays good team, you know, other team to yeah. see if they're going to be any match for hand in Class L right. or Naugatuck. anybody. Yeah, <laughs> uh, North let's Haven, go south. North, uh, North Haven, Fairfield Prep. Friday <laughs> That's night. the big game of the week. That's the big game of the week. Um, Seeding basically for L. Prep, yeah, prep for needs, to, yeah. to secure itself in a double spot. L. Yeah. That's where we're looking at. Um, and this teams. one actually was interesting because we talked about with M just being so chaotic and, and wide open. Law at Lyman Hall, they both have five wins. And, like, with the three-loss team getting in last year in M, this they're kind of just sitting there. You know, I don't feel like anybody's really talking about them. So I think 
the winner of that game, obviously. Law did itself a huge favor by beating Guilford last week. Yeah, they're sitting at 5-3. Yeah. Lyman Hall's 5-2. and two. Obviously, Lyman Hall's got Shane at the end. But, you know, I guess anything can happen. And then Saturday, uh, we talked about this a bunch, but Bloomfield and Ram, 7-1, 7-1. Seven seven Could be curtains for Bloomfield. Could be curtains for Bloomfield. It's in Hebron. It's supposed to rain. Again. Which... I think that I think every week has it has it so rained well. every week <laughs> just, this season just about yeah. I think we got a couple of the first couple of weeks in September we were good with that yeah. game might get pushed a Sunday for crying out loud I I think I don't think if it if the if the field at Ram is muddy I think it'll the ra- uh, the Rams <laughs> the Ram the Rams Sachem, oh, they the should Sachems, be the Rams agree the Sachems will definitely want to play just that like game. Enfield should be the Legos. I like that. I love Lego Legos. factory up there. Yeah, Sean. they do. Oh, I, do I may or may not have. I'm like looking at you like what? Like a long time ago. I I you know, I we Legos. had a discussion on Twitter about that one night. What I, f- I forget. We were, we were that's right. We were talking about what Northwest Catholic. I think was changing its name, and we were like, no, 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 no it was, it was, it was Enfield. One? Enfield. Oh, Enfield. That's right. It actually changed its name with, with uh, Fermi. Fermi. Yeah. And they picked the Oso Regional Eagles. There's like 20 teams in the CCC that are Eagles. There's not 20. There's Max Nine. All right, Eagles well, and okay, Panthers. I'm just saying. Guy. I'm just saying. But stick with the noises. So those are the those are the top games to go out and see this week. We're yeah. going to be covering. Whoa, whoa, I think most whoa. of them. Bullard, did we talk about Bullard Haven? We did talk about. Uh, well, we did before. A uh, Bullard Haven's O'Brien. Bullard Haven's O'Brien Tech Saturday night. Saturday night. Um, Our friend Jamie Yak says he's going to that game. There will be a lot if, of scouts at that. I think the scouts will be the guys who are going to be filling the stands. If Jamie is going to be that guy at that game, you know it's a big one. Yeah, true. All right, boy. So, any last words? Bye-bye. Peace. Later.